0: Today we're getting into part one of a three part series, and I'm excited to talk to you about part-time work from home jobs. Part one of the series is prepare before you take the leap. I'm not going to lie to you starting a business is scary and every business book that tells you it's a lot of work is telling you the truth. We are going to dive into the first steps to really prepare you to take the leap into your own business. So you can be successful on your own terms. Hey moms, welcome to another episode of the Life Unboxed blog show where we talk about all things entrepreneur, from raising your kids to running a business, and the most important, to keeping your sanity. I'm Jody, the mom from lifeunbox.blog. If you are enjoying this content, please like this video, subscribe to the channel, and be sure to leave a comment below. If you are listening to the podcast, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, share with your friends and leave a five-star review wherever you are listening. I appreciate your support. Remember, I will love to hear your questions that you just can't seem to get answered. I wrote a three-part series on working from home part-time. And I'm turning all of those posts into shows, so stay tuned, but I got very excited writing the series because I wanted to give you something that I didn't have when I was starting out. And that's all the tools that you need to be successful on your own terms. When I started, I did not have anyone that I could talk to or uh, bounce ideas off with. And it was very difficult to find any resources or tools to start my own virtual assistant business. So I want to come alongside you and give you what I didn't have. Empowering moms to be successful on their own terms gets me very excited. A little background first. Growing up, I always had kids around me, from teaching kids at church to a steady stream of parents that I babysat for. From, for me, being a mom was always a, something that I wanted to do and be a lawyer. So, I accomplished one of my goals at least. Between my first and second year of college, I got a summer job at a daycare. It was actually one of my favorite jobs. It was definitely an improvement over retail because I could never put a customer in timeout. Working at the daycare that summer caused me to pause though. Many of the kids were dropped off when we opened and then they weren't picked up until we closed. So they spent 12 hours of their day with us. They literally spent more time with me than they did with their parents. And honestly, it broke my heart. So fast forward a few years and I'm married now and we have our first baby. And yes, I had to put him in daycare too. We lived in New York City. We needed both of our incomes. There was really no alternative to putting him in daycare. But full disclosure, it was the daycare was provided by our job. My husband and I work together and it was one floor below. So I could go down and see him during the day. I could still breastfeed, um, all those things that, um, a lot of moms miss out on when they're working a nine to five office job. So I did still get to have that. And so I understand that This was one of the best circumstances that I could have for a daycare situation, and I am truly grateful for that. However, it started my mind down the path of how could I be home. I wanted to be as involved in my kids' lives as I possibly could. A a part-time work-from-home job as a virtual assistant wasn't even a niche at this time or something that people really thought of. So it was going to take some years to get to this point of working from home. My oldest is 15 now, and I didn't start working from home until he was 10. So it took a number of years to get to this place. Where are you at on this journey? If you are reading, listening, or watching this, I'm assuming a few things about you. You either are working from home now, or it's something that you aspire to do but there are things that can stop you or overwhelm you. Are you looking at your financial circumstances and thinking this will never happen? I totally understand. I've had those same thoughts, but you can do it. I'm here to tell you that it is possible to create your own part-time work from home job and be successful on your own terms. Starting a business is scary and everything you've heard about it being a lot of work is absolutely true you start to have all these questions just roll through your mind. Where do I find clients? How do I even do this? Can I do this? What should I do? And that's just to start with. Have you ever had someone or circumstances push you to do something you wouldn't normally do on your own? Like standing on the edge of a cliff, looking down into the churning waves below, and someone nudges you to take the leap into the water. Now, lots of people have done it before you. But when it's you standing on the edge, looking at those waves, it sends your heart racing and a cold sweat breaking out onto your forehead. Now, I'll be honest, heights and I don't get along. So this would never be me. I would watch from a distance, but this is exactly what happened to me. Metaphorically speaking, circumstances pushed me to take the plunge. And that's what I did. I painted this picture to give you an idea of what happened to me. I was laid off and I had a three month severance package. At this point, we decided that I wasn't going to apply for another job. I was going to have to make this work. So I had three months to get this up and running and to land my first client because we needed to make money. I needed income. As soon as my severance pay ended, we had to make this work. So no pressure, right? Here are some of the first things we did to really prepare, to take the leap to starting our own business. Number one, reimagine the budget, take a good, long, hard, honest look at your budget. What can you cut out? What can you cut back on? Or what can you renegotiate? It's not an easy or painless process because it's usually the fun stuff that gets cut first. It doesn't have to be just the fun stuff though. For example, we were, we were able to renegotiate our phone bill and that saved us about 20 bucks a month. So it's not a huge amount that we saved on just that one bill, but adding it to everything that we've were working on, it added up and it was helpful because I did get laid off and that income was coming to an end. We needed to get an idea of the minimum amount that I needed to make. So we cut back on a lot of expenses so that we could take an honest look at what that amount was. So it is important to note that we weren't trying to replace my full-time income. The goal of this experiment was to only work part-time. We concluded that if I could bring in 50% of what I was already making, that we would be good. Ask yourself, what is a minimum amount that you need to make to get started? So this is just to get started. It will only be temporary. And as you get clients, this amount will increase each year. So you can start adding back more of the fun stuff. And that's the exciting part. If you need help learning how to budget... I recommend Dave Ramsey's resources. I'll leave a link to his website and also to a book that I highly recommend to help you budget. The next thing you want to do is examine your schedule. This is my favorite part because you get to break that nine to five mindset. Let me say that again. Break it. You are creating your own part-time work from home job. You don't have to work nine to five. You are the queen of your schedule, so make it work for you and your family. Decide how many hours you need to work and how many you can actually work. So deciding how much, how many hours you need to work will help you determine the minimum uh, you need to charge per hour as well. So you need to decide this before you land your first client because this will be one of the first questions that you need to ask, or you will be asked by your client. So determine what you can realistically work each week. When we started on this journey, I wasn't homeschooling uh, because I was still working my nine to five job at the start of the school year. I was laid off in November. So yes, Merry Christmas to us. And I had two kids in school and two kids at home. My husband was still working his full-time nine to five job. So we had to seriously look at what I, the hours that I could actually work. So here's what the schedule looked like once I landed my first client. So I would get up before the kids and work one to two hours. Usually I would get up between 5:30 and six, and I still maintain that schedule today. I would take the kids to school, come back, work another two hours, get lunch, put the toddler down for a nap and work another two hours. Then I would pick up the kids from school and I was done for the day. So it was great uh, because I worked in two hour blocks. And then by the time the kids got home from school, I was done. I wouldn't work any. I usually wouldn't work anymore after that. There was always an exception, but usually I was done for the day. It did take some time to find my groove. This same schedule may not work for you, but that's the exciting part because it doesn't need to. You get to decide what works for you. You get to be the queen of your schedule. And number three, decide what you want to do. If you have read any business books or business blogs, and I hope you do, and I have a great one I can recommend specifically from entrepreneurs, you know, the conventional wisdom is to specialize and to find your niche. Well, call me a rebel mom, because we're going to get outside of the box on this one too. If you don't know what to niche into or what to be special about, that is okay. And if you want a great book on being a generalist, I recommend range by David Epstein, and I will leave the link for that below. I didn't decide what to focus on until four years into doing this. I literally had a general list of admin stuff on my website, and I would show you the page, but I've already deleted it. And I'm glad I waited because it gave me clarity on what I wanted to specialize in. So during these four years, I was able to determine what I really wanted to do and what I really didn't want to do, which is just as important. Also, I was able to see what my clients needed and what I was able to offer. So it gave me the opportunity to really work on specific skills so I could be better at what I was doing. When I did decide that it was time to be more focused, uh, these two books really um, helped me to do that. Start With Why by Simon Sinek and Great at Work by Morton T. Hansen. So the good news is, if you don't know what you want to do, you can still start a virtual assistant business without having your niche nailed down. Where are you at on this journey? Have you taken the leap or are you standing on the edge, ready to make the jump into your own part-time work from home job? Let me know in the comments below, if you are ready to take the next step, stay tuned for part two, or check it out in the link in the description below, if it's already been posted and there will also be a part three. So stay tuned. I am so glad you joined me today. Like this video and subscribe to the channel for more great mompreneur content. Check out lifeunbox.blog or download the podcast wherever you're listening. Uh, I will leave links to all the resources mentioned in the description below. I'm so glad you joined. <laughs>